You're listening to Always Open number 111. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com. Welcome back. Always open. Another episode. Doing a little jig for you guys. I'm your host, Barbara Dunkelman. And with me today on the show, I got some friends. Hi, it's Max. I'm Max. Hi, Max. Hi. Hey, I'm Chad. (laughs) Hi, Chad. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Got it. There she is. Hey, what's up? It's me, your friendly neighborhood, Gaby. I'm baby Gaby, today. Baby, baby? I'm baby. You're going to be baby today? I'm baby. I thought I was baby I know, today. you're wearing that. We're both wearing blue eyeliner. Oh what are you, God. Chad? He's daddy. I'm here for the first time. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Welcome, Chad. Jake, yeah, to the show for the first time. Thanks for having me on. Happy to have you. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun roller coaster ride of stories and emotions, you, I imagine. You know so. it's going to be interesting when Max shows up in blue eyeliner and a, and a blue, blue mole? Beauty, beauty mark. mark. Oh, blue I've always had this. I don't know what you're talking about. A blue oh. mark? A mm-hmm. blue mark? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I just like was like, hey, Texas, like. Just like accentuate just a like, natural mm, mole. Lay it on me. Beauty he's, mark. He's been concealing for a long time, mm-hmm. and he's come into grips with it. Anyway. You should be free. Mm-hmm. I'm free. Okay. I'm free now. Very proud. You could be your true self on this show. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. No. <laughs> did Texas do that for you, or did you show up like this? Um, Texas did it for me. Yes, okay. of course. You could always tell. Yeah. Yeah. Te- even Texas and me have a special make uh, makeup relationship, just because every time I come in, and I'm just like. Let's get fucking weird. <laughs> I feel like one time when you're on the show, we should do full face makeup. Oh, like, that'd be yeah. cool. Hell yeah. Like just blush, <laughs> powder, yes. uh, contour, everything. Oh, eyeliner, yeah. eyelashes. Yeah. Right? Double eyelashes. Extensions? Yeah. Yes. I was telling Texas, yes. like, I'd be down for it and just sit down and be like, go nuts, do whatever you want. But then I'm like, I have a meet the teacher for back to school for my daughter after this. So I was like, maybe not. Let's just get rid of the bags and make it look like I sleep. There you go. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of the uh, MO for our makeup here. Right. Oh, <laughs> make yeah. it look like we sleep. Yeah. And that we're lash, lashified. Lashified. Yeah. Well, let's do our shot. Ooh. All right. Oh, my God. Um, oh. As always, when we have All Max right. on the show, we can't do anything too fruity. Um, That's true. So I we have to- enough fruit sitting at the table. <laughs> Got him. Uh, so we are doing just a plain whiskey shot, but Meryl is going to do something else. What was that again? It smells like pineapple. Pineapple? Vanilla vodka and pineapple? Mm. Vanilla vodka and pineapple. Mm. Which Max I thought you were just going for it. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's strong. Cheers, guys. Right, cheers. cheers. Thanks for coming cheers, on the cheers, show. Cheers. Yeah. cheers. Chin chin. Mistake. No Ooh. mistake. Yum. Ooh, Ooh strong. Oh, Whiskey's the best. I always forget how. You feel whiskey going like from start to finish all the mm-hmm. way. Oh yeah, and then it, it burning reverberates through your body. Yeah, yeah, that's the best. That, that warm tingling sensation that goes, and sometimes mm-hmm. yeah, your, your hair stands up. I literally got. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I have. You, you could see it kind of in the frame. I have very long arm hairs. You can see it. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I'm upset. Like a caterpillar. I'm upset that I don't have cool arm hair. Actually, don't, I don't have mm-hmm. hair. I don't have any. Your little otter. Your little otter. The otters have hair. Otters have hair. I thought otters mm-hmm. were slick. No, there's not a there's not a gay group word for it. For you? Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta invent one. Texas, what is it? Sexy baby. 
Sexy baby. <laughs> <laughs> sexy baby. Sexy baby. All right. That's it. We'll All right. That. Well, let's get started with our icebreaker, which is a game of Would You Rather? Okay. Or which would you choose, technically, is what it's called. So I'm basically just going to ask you guys a simple Would You Rather question, and we're going to pick one and then discuss it. Let's do it. Simple enough. Good. I love First that. one. You could see into the future, but you can't tell anybody what happens. Ugh. Or... You could read minds, but you always have to reveal what you know to that person. Oh, future. Oh, yeah. Oh, this one was like, <laughs> seems pointed for me. Um, absolutely the second one. Yeah. Really? Oh, he you would. think I could shut my mouth about what happens in the future to anybody? Absolutely not. Do you think I could tell somebody what I think is in their mind? I'd make a sport of doing that already. <laughs> it's very true. It's Max true. Is no problem going up to someone and be like, hey, this is bullshit. Or like, I think this, or you did this. And yep. I worry that like nobody would want to be your friend, though. If like, no one wants to be his friend now, right, Barbara. And yet. Oh. And wow, yet. cutting deep. I know. <laughs> I want to be your friend. Oh. Oh, this is such mm. a tender moment. For, the, for our audio listeners, they are and touching tips. Thumbnail. Uh, <laughs> Literally, thumbnail. Uh, like, I'd have to go with the first one, but I would be like, that would be torture mm -hmm, for me mm -hmm. constantly because well, especially you got a wife and kids. I do, and oh, like knowing fuck. what happens to them, and then also like I'm just a very like empathetic person, and I like to help. Uh, and yep. so like, oh god, like knowing some bad thing would happen to someone. And oh, that, I didn't like, even think about that. Like, you see yeah. someone going into a room where like you know an accident happens, and you're just like, yeah, don't go in there. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> could you like, could you kind of like skirt the rules? Or like, I can't tell them, but I'd be like. Hey, actually, instead of going in there, um, come over here. Like, and, like, try and, like, sure, yeah, let's okay. get that caveat. Great. Yeah. Okay. Definitely the first one. I okay. thought I only, in my mind, would be using it to get rich. I didn't even think of <laughs> cataclysmic oh. disaster. <laughs> I'm like, I hate that I couldn't help people, and she's like, I just want money. I yeah. Want money. yeah. <laughs> like, like, I was like, I know yeah, the lottery, the like, World go, Series. Go see who wins, like, yeah, the World Series and I know everything. 38. And then you can get on that special spaceship, the one for all the rich people, right. yeah. whenever the world ends. Right. Yeah. With we'll be the you yeah. and Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. Oh my Musk. God. You and Jeff Bezos would be like such a cool couple. Like power couple. Power couple. <laughs> Max, you don't think yours, yours would get you in any sort of trouble? I mean, it already gets me into trouble now. <laughs> and again, but it you would, would know what people are thinking. Exactly. It would just be nice to have the confirmation mm. as opposed to just speculation. It okay. would save some time in that process <laughs> of actually having to like understand and empathize and just actually just could you, directly go. Can you have like a Max's Daily Gazette where you just like, here's Barbara's thoughts of the day? <laughs> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> Tuesday is Barbara. Monday is Mariel. Monday is Mariel. Wednesday's Chad. Yeah. 50% <laughs> of that. For me, would be like, I could die doing this. I, I might die today. Who knows? I don't want help me. I feel like oh, no. it would just be like a constant like readout for most of the people that I know because I feel like a lot of people have like some form of like anxiety, and so I feel like it would just be a lot of like just like weird sort mm -hmm. of like like what if I what if that car hits me or like yeah. what if that what if lot. that street light falls on me mm -hmm. or like what, what if, if I slip in the shower yeah. on the day my significant other is out of town and nobody yeah, knows yeah. that I'm in there bleeding to death did I say something mean 3 years ago i need yeah. to apologize <laughs> oh, yeah. to no that one that one hits that always hits right <laughs> yep. before bed right before falling asleep oh, is when yeah. that one comes in no but um this is max would be just like in a meeting and he'd just be sitting there on his phone and just, somebody would say something he'd just be like lie like, like you know? yeah. it's not happening nope it's not what you're thinking Mm -mm. Okay. Mm -mm. So I would I would take the future one too. Yeah, future. Okay. You're the only one, but it's I'd be friends with nobody if that was. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, ooh, I remember that embarrassing moment too. <laughs> you, you can't. Know what? You do you do think I'm a bitch? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
It did actually affect me, but I lied and told you it didn't. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. And now the truth is coming out. All right. <clears throat> the only food you are allowed to eat will be picked by a three-year-old. Okay. <laughs> or oh, no. the only films and TV shows you're allowed to watch will be picked by a very strict nun. Oh, God. Oh. Food. The food? I, well, God, that's hard for me because I fucking Thank you, love Thank you, food. I love food. But I think of what three-year-olds like to eat, and mm -hmm. I just think of, like, chicken tenders and mashed potatoes and my mac and cheese. Do three-year-olds eat this? Oh, I've got some insight for y'all, because well, I'm a parent. Well, I mean, uh, I, oh, my yeah. niece, my oh, niece true, is true. three years old, or she's four now, but, like, she is a pretty good eater. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess it all depends on who your parents but are. But I love steak, and I don't think a three-year-old would ever pick a steak. Mm. It really is going to depend on the kid, because everyone's different. Oh, yeah. Um, but there'll be a lot of snacks involved. Yeah. Like, just this morning, like, Logan, who's two, is just, like, going into the pantry, and he just comes out with, like, a bag of chips that he got somewhere. And he goes, have it? I'm like, no, you can't have chips for <laughs> breakfast. He's like, have it. And I'm like, he was telling you to have yeah, it. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. <laughs> it was so not like, for daddy. I was like, I made you eggs. I made you scrambled eggs. No! And I'm just like, you like eggs. But it was a whole, but because those are there now. So, yep. lots of snacks. I feel uh, like I already eat kind of like a three-year-old tells me what to eat. There you mm -hmm. go. Like, the other night I had a Hot Pocket for dinner. Mm, I haven't had a Hell Hot Pocket yeah. in years. Those when are... they are good, they are good. Is it the oh, pepperoni yeah. one? Which I get the all cheese one, the four cheese kind. Cheese. You gotta yeah. let it cool for like a the ham Oh, cheese. yeah. You gotta ham let it. cheese is good, too. I'm not a fan of pepperoni in general. Mm, see, yeah. I love the pepperoni one. Yeah. But I always picked out the, uh, uh, some of the pepperonis because it was always too much. And it was, a little too much. That's true. I, they, like, the all, like, pile up at one end. Yes, the ham and cheese ones were perfectly distributed. But the pepperoni ones, they really fucked up. I always would get the lean pockets because I was diluting myself. The broccoli <laughs> the broccoli and cheese ones. Yeah. Being like, it has vegetables in it. Yeah. Mm, this one's like lean chicken. It's good for me. Well, that's like. Well, I mean, it's better than most. It's better than ass. other options. It's of all hot pockets. <laughs> if you're gonna have a hot pocket, you might. If as you're well gonna have, have a hot pocket, the one with chicken versus the one with no, ride straight ham. into the sun. Well, ham and cheese. I remember when I was first like looking at like, oh, like calories, and I should like look out for that. And I was like, oh, I'll buy like a lean cuisine. And then I realized the reason they can do like anything in a lean cuisine is because they give you like this fucking much of it. Oh yeah. So it's like, yeah, you can have whatever you want. A lean cuisine, you want lasagna? Here it is. And you're just like. Here's three bites. Yeah, it's like three <laughs> bites. And you're like, yeah, that won't fill you up. Yep. There are, some, there are some good um, frozen meals you could get though that are very cheap and very healthy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, a, I've done that before and I'm like, I need to eat better. So let me just buy a bunch of good frozen meals because I can't cook. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even if you want to cut down on your cooking time, Sure, not a bad idea. Or but we'll um, get a three-year-old to decide. Yeah. Yeah. For I'm, me, I would absolutely not do, I, I love cooking and I love food, and I would never allow the three-year-old to pick it unless, with the condition, mm -hmm. am I allowed to brainwash this three-year-old? <laughs> Ooh. Max, and, I think you're incapable of manipulating anyone, so. Yeah, I would probably I would probably choose the nun thing because I would I would just want to like you know you don't know what's going on in a nun's head. There might be some there might be into some weird you know weird I know, stuff. I definitely go back and forth on this one because some of my favorite content to watch is like Disney stuff and like but Pixar nuns movies. are not, nuns. Mm. Listen, have you met a nun? I have not. Good. Keep it that way. Okay. Okay. Oh God! Whoa! Hot uh, I was about to apologize to any nuns who watch the show, but then I realized that I still not love nuns very much. Uh, got a lot of Catholic guilt built up in me. Um, <laughs> I, one time, I went to a nunnery when I was uh, uh, participating very heavily in my youth group, and they basically shipped all of the like kids to a nunnery for the day to like see what it's like a day in the life yeah. of a nun. 
And at one point, they sat us in a room and they played the video and they were like, this is what like, you know, like being a nun is all about and like loving the Lord and giving yourself to God. And it all that was was nuns playing basketball in their habits. (laughs) What? (laughs) The best thing I've ever seen in the entire world because they're fully dressed and they're just fucking. But were they picking movies for you to watch? No, they were not. But that's kind of, that's probably what they would make me watch. No, it would be like Remember the Titans (laughs) like every day. Every day. Oh, no, I can't do sports movies. October Sky. Uh, It'd be like when you have a substitute in school. It's always October Sky. For me, it was always, they always put on the Matrix. The Matrix? Yeah. What? I had a ton of teachers that would put on the Matrix for us. Canada. I wanted to go to Canada schools then. You should. Degrassi. Go back in time. Go back. So the way I watch, (laughs) the way I watch my content now is if, I won't, usually won't watch it unless it's queer. And nuns are not going to let me watch anything Mm, that's that's queer. That's very true. Unless they're bamboozled into thinking it's not, and everybody in it is just really good friends. <laughs> or I want to just watch. gal pals. <laughs> just gal pals. I think I think I would choose a three-year-old choosing my food, just because of TV and film. It's like such a huge part of our daily entertainment and yeah. like culture, especially here at Rich Teeth. We talk about movies and TV all the time. Yeah, you'd yep. be left out always. Yeah, and I, I could go for some chicken fingers and mac and cheese every now and then. Yeah, there you go. I had that last night. I did have mac and cheese last night. I just thought about that. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> what about you guys? Three-year-old? Three-year-old. Oh, yeah, three-year-old. Nun. Definitely, three-year-old. definitely none. The none. Okay. You go with the none? Yeah. Yeah. Food too good. Food too good. Yeah, <laughs> Love cooking. He's on the opposite. Would be Can't. too good. Every time. Inside of us. Okay. Contrary. Uh, next one. On a long plane ride, your seat partner snores the whole trip. Or, Ugh. on a long plane ride, your seat partner is a crying baby. Oh, 100% snore. Snore all snore. day long. I have had enough kids crying in my life. <laughs> snore. <laughs> I'd like mm. to share my story with y'all. Please do. I have sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I snore like death, like very, very loud. Mm-hmm. And uh, also with sleep apnea, uh, choke and sleep. Uh, oh, God. So, yeah. Uh, you, you choke while you're. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You it's don't like choke, you're, choke other people. You're, yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it's like your your windpipe, like basically like your soft palate, like c- closes your windpipe. Mm. And it was that was how I learned that I had it because I was like actually like uh, uh, went on a trip with some friends and they were like, hey bud, like you're like going like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh okay, and uh, yeah. Um, so I am already that person who snores <laughs> on an airplane. So put another one next to you. Exactly. Although. Um, just as a side note, I'm thinking of getting a travel CPAP, which I was like, can you imagine somebody <laughs> on a plane? Pocket pap. Uh, they like getting all cozy into their seats. Just like like <laughs> putting yeah. on like a thing and being like, being like, like I would probably just like look over and I'd just be like, <laughs> I know this is gonna look really fucking weird, but, but you're not gonna have to listen to me snore and so what guarantee you everyone would be it, it pumps pressurized air, um, like either in through the nose or through the mouth. There's okay. like different types. I have the one through the nose. It's like sexier and sleeker. Well, I, was gonna say, one, I, don't, I feel like that would just make your mouth super dry. Um, it does. That's why you put a little bit of water into like there's like a uh, what is it little called reservoir? Oh, Whatever. it like steams it. Yeah, basically, yeah, like adds that. But yeah, the whole thing is that like you do that and it just pumps pressurized air <laughs> in through your nose so that you it just like constantly keeps that soft palate from closing, which is wild. Yeah, but it is awesome. keeps you from snoring. I've, Keep snoring and like no choking to death in my sleep. Yeah, yeah, I've I've been meaning to go to the doctor about this. Like my snoring has gotten so bad, and like I end up every morning that I wake up, like my mouth has been open like all night, 
snoring bothers April, and then also like, and then I end up like, I lose my voice so quick because of it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I know I need to go in and get it uh, taken care of, but it's just, oh god, it's so terrible. But do you want to know? Man. CPAPs yep. are not very sexy. <laughs> Because it is a hose in right. your nose. <laughs> I, honestly, I feel like anybody on a plane would be grateful that you are doing that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So oh, you are absolutely. not that snoring person. <laughs> yeah. Although, crying babies are so much worse. I oh, 100%. Because it's high pitch. Oh, and yeah. it's just and and it's it's unexpected. sporadic. Yeah. A snoring at least is consistent. You're like, okay, I could at least like get used to the rhythm or whatever it is. Yeah. Crying baby, though, is just like. Oh, no. No. Oh, God. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I don't like it. This is my hell. <laughs> uh, I love the night that's open. I will say, though, um, I have a really fucked up thought every time I get on a plane and there's a baby on the plane. My first thought is I always look for babies on the planes because I was if like, If this plane goes down, who am I eating that baby? No! <laughs> is, that, is that your thought? They're weak. They won't no, put no, up much of a fight. No, no, no. I don't know what you're talking my about. My thought nice and fatty. is always, um, well, God wouldn't strike down a plane with a baby on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> don't Amazing please. thought. Yeah. Please don't Google that. Wow. I'll, I'll give you thoughts and prayers next but, time. Uh, you're flying. But original sin. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Maybe that baby's gonna grow up to be a bad person, and they're like, "This is the time to get him." What but, if it was baby <laughs> Hitler? <laughs> Think about that. Well, then let me know, and I'll take care of it once we land. Excuse me. Can I hold your baby? Why? No reason. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I would wait Here. until baby Hitler was like an adolescent, and then I would kill baby Hitler. That's it's still the, pretty it's young. It's the end of Deadpool too. That's true. Okay. Spoilers. All right, we'll do you one more before we move on. <laughs> this is, I think, going to be the hardest one. Okay. You develop a serious allergy to your favorite food, oh. or you develop a crippling fear of all animals. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I'd give up food before animals. I think I'd give up the food. All yeah. animals? I could. I could. Find a new favorite food. You couldn't work here. There's dogs everywhere. Yeah. You know, you couldn't live in. You couldn't Alaska. go. You couldn't go anywhere. Like as much as everything I, is terrifying. As much as I like like cooking and food, I would absolutely have to go with the the food one. Because, yeah. like, what am I like? What am I gonna do? You literally the, could not live <laughs> on the dang no. on the dang ranch. Like just everything. It's <laughs> just like oh god, it's a cow. <laughs> oh, another cow. Yeah. <laughs> Someone please come handle this. Someone deal with it. Real quick though, what's your favorite food then? That you'd be giving up. Oh, see, I don't even know if I could answer that. I know it's such a. Mine if I had question. to, I'd say like bread or cheese, like. In like a broad scale, but like, oh, that'd be way too hard. You probably, want wait, you want uh, wait too Get real specific before the thing tricks you. I'd probably uh, say like burgers. Mm, burgers. I think burgers burger. are my favorite food. Jokes on this question: it's lobster, and I'm already allergic to it. <laughs> What's oh, up? Nice. I'm Fuck still off. gonna eat it. Oh, yeah. Mine would be hibachi. I oh, love hibachi. Uh, hibachi's so good. Is it good? Place here in Austin. Uh, so up in Pflugerville, there's there's a bunch that have tried around. It just depends on who the chef is. Mm. You never know. There's a new restaurant in Austin uh, called Dip Dip Dip. Oh, I want to go. You, oh. Did you? You went. I right. went. There. Uh. I, I got in on someone else's reservation. <laughs> nice. And uh, it is amazing. Hot pot, right? Yep. Mm. Oh, oh, shabu shabu. Shabu shabu. Is I am the now term. so hungry. Oh, okay. It is so good. <laughs> uh, well, if you want to eat there, plan for a month in advance. Yeah. Because they are booked. Oh, there you go. Solid. Man, it was crazy. Uh, so my parents, uh, okay, if you've ever met my mom, she is the person who becomes friends with everyone and wants to know about their life. We like, love her. Sweet. Every person, like, <laughs> um, just, like, she has a, a, a box full of 
drinks and snacks of all varieties ready mm. when for whenever either Such like the postal moment. service comes by or oh. um, the uh, trash collection I comes love, by. I can't believe the postal service goes to your house. That's cool. <laughs> That's a band. No one else. Uh, oh no, we can't do it. <laughs> Don't sing it. Nope, well, it's okay because I didn't but, know what you were about to sing. So yeah, yeah, it was it was yeah. my own personal song, Max uh, Crumpkey music recording. <laughs> but she'll, so she'll go running out there with like that and whatever. And so when it was it was like for her birthday or something, they like all the the uh, waste pickup service like came and like threw her like this whole like celebratory oh, thing. No. They wrote like a note and like all this stuff. Anyway. So like, Mary's gonna cry. She's oh, gonna it's, cry. it's so <laughs> it's so sweet. Um, and so because of this, they they befriend everyone. And so there was this uh, like Chinese buffet that was near their house uh, that we always would eat at, and they decided to close and reopen as a hibachi restaurant. Oh. Um, and it was three sisters that owned it, uh, and so we knew them, and they let us and a couple other families come in before it was ready, and it was like one of the greatest nights of my life oh for eating because God. they just made a ton of stuff. And they were like, we wanna know what we should have on like our standard menu. So like, here's like, like the all these, yeah, like here are these different salads, there's like oh, three different me. salads, here are these different soups, and like we're gonna, and it was like, we're gonna make steak, we're gonna make lobster, we're gonna do all this stuff, and it was all hibachi, and it was just like, it was all free. I think that's <laughs> like, my dream job. Uh, oh yeah. Is being a taste tester for a new restaurant. Oh God, mm. yeah. Oh. yeah. Like here's a sample of everything on the menu. Yeah. Um, so jealous. <laughs> it was great. And so now whenever we're up in Dallas, we always go by there and like it's so sweet because they've like they've seen my kids grow up and they ask Aww. about it when we go there and it's like it's really, really nice. Like a family restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Just comparing and contrasting uh, mm -hmm. parental experiences. Your mom uh, has a bunch of like nice things to give everybody. My parents have a, a, a four bedroom house and uh, they turned both of our rooms into offices and there was no guest room. <laughs> <laughs> So like when you go visit, you have to sleep on the couch. Yeah, I mean, well, they live in North Austin, so thankfully not okay. too much. But uh, the, it is very much like not the they not the entertainer types. So. If only they could meet in the middle, because my mom has never thrown away anything that I have ever touched. Oh, yeah. they're hard. Uh, yeah. So like my it, parents are the same. They they hold on to a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. My parents. Did your parents throw away build all like of a my weird shit. kid shrine to you? I can't say they have. Okay. So although my little brother what? still lives at home, so. Maybe they're waiting for that to happen, and then <laughs> they'll, they'll do the bidding. That might be the case. Uh, my mom, uh, had my brother does a bunch of stuff in construction. He's like super handy, builds a bunch of things. She had, she had him come out and build a space. They cut a hole in my old room oh my that God. goes into the attic and turned it into this like weird secret door playroom. Like it's a bookshelf that swings and clicks and then you can reach in and it clicks open and you go in there and it's like all my childhood toys oh. and all this stuff and it's because my brother has two children and then now I have children and so it was for them, it's not, it was for my mom. <laughs> um, but like everything I have ever owned, like I have like old video game boxes oh and God. like G.I. Joe's and it's all in there. Um, I definitely stole my original Megazord that I got when I was like five. Are there like candles in there too? Like pictures <laughs> nope. of you everywhere? Not, it's not that far. Okay. Uh, but it is. No, there's whole, another secret room behind that room. It might be. Told to that. About. My, yep. my parents have been yelling at me for the last five years to clean out the closet in the room that they have filled with. And you're like, a I already came their... out of there. <laughs> yeah. Hey! <laughs> um, uh, gay jokes. Gay, gay jokes. Mac, um, if you haven't picked up, Mac, Max is gay. No. He's not. Mm -mm, no. He's experimenting. Um, experimenting. <laughs> what? Curious. <laughs> Um, but uh, uh, they have been trying for uh, so many years for me to get my closet cleaned out of my old bedroom. The room is full of all of this other junk that they've accumulated. They want me to clean out the closet because they think that this like metric fuck ton of <laughs> shit will fit, fit in all the in there and it won't. 
and I've said get a shed, <laughs> but it is very much like a, like my my parents are just very much like yeah. I mean, I guess we're kind of sentimental, but like they should just give you a time limit. Say if, you, if it's not clean out or you don't take what you want by this date, we're gonna toss but it. But they don't want to do it. They don't want to lift it up. Mm. And I'm like, I want to lift it up. <laughs> Stalemate. <laughs> you win. All right. Before we move on to our next segment, mm -hmm. gentlemen and lady. Mm -hmm. uh, this episode of Always Open is brought to you by HoneyBook. HoneyBook. If you run your own business, you're used to doing it all. But if you're struggling to get through your to-do list, HoneyBook can help. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that organizes your client communications, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. HoneyBook makes it e uh, simple to run your business better. Professional templates, e-signatures, and built-in automation keeps everything on track and makes you look good. They could even consolidate services you already use, like QuickBooks, Google Suite, Excel, and more. It's the number one choice for client and business management for freelancers and business owners. Save time and do more of what you love with HoneyBook. Uh, right now, HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off your first year with the promo code OPEN. Uh, payment is flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually, so it's a great deal. Uh, so go to honeybook.com and use the promo code OPEN for 50% off your first year. That's honeybook.com uh, with the promo code OPEN, O-P-E-N. Thank you, Honeybook. We love you. I love honey, <laughs> and I love books, so it's why would I not love honey books? Perfect combination. Perfect perfect combination. Perfect Someone should make a business out of honey and books. Man. <gasps> Mix them together, eat it. You having that, out. that menu rundown is like one of the smartest things I've ever seen oh, on a podcast. <laughs> we like, built that into the show. <laughs> it's true, because we're like, well, we need something with the, like, the whole run of show and the yep. ads in it. Yep. So it's like a perfect little set piece. It does. It works so well. Wait. It's our only one, and yep. we've managed to never lose it either. I know. We've never, yeah, we've never fucked that one we're up. We're going to lose it now. Challenge accepted. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's start things off with our first question of the show. This one comes from Danny B. And Danny would like Danny. to know. Danny B. Would you rather become someone else or just stay as yourself? Mm. I'm going to be Max Crumpke. <laughs> Who doesn't? Max Daniel Crumpty. Cum, 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 cum. Crumpke? Crumpty Dumpty? <laughs> oh, oh, God. Max Crumpke. <laughs> they only <laughs> call him that on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Can we My change it? My portal three ego is Mariel being Max Crumpke. Max Crumpke. Can we That's change Max's king name? <laughs> Lower thirds Third. that? Lower thirds. Yeah. Here we go, here we go. I'm going to give it. Max Crumpke. <laughs> Max Comfy. He needs a little more time. Oh. Give. <laughs> it you go to jail. It can't you come that quick, jail. Max. Oh, uh, right. Get up. I really want to be someone else right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be somewhere else right now. Uh, uh, I go through phases of being like very, very happy with myself and who I am and like my life, and other phases where I'm like, I would pay to be anyone else right now. Oh yeah. And I feel like that's a common feeling, or at least like wishing you had this person's that or this situation or like, oh, I like that person's hair or this girl's boobs or whatever it is. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. a constant feeling. Mm. Oh, like, I mean, honestly, like half of, uh, so uh, if anybody is following me on Instagram, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> uh, like everybody has been like, oh, well, I keep on getting recommendations to follow all of these like really ripped, muscly gay dudes because <laughs> uh, I follow you, you follow them, and I'm like, I yeah, don't get those recommendations. <laughs> Some people like uh, have been like, you know, we can see what's happening. That's why I don't like things on Instagram. Oh so yeah, like, no, nope. probably when you like yep. things. No, I, I don't do that. But uh, but it's uh, but it it's definitely like there is an absolute element of like 
oh, I would absolutely love to like look like some of these people, like feel like that uh, in, because I, I kind of already feel that way about myself, but I'm like, yeah, just like, I would love to look like that. There are times mm. where I start to think like, oh God, I wish I, I was this person or I had parts of this person's life or whatever it is. But then I think, it's been 30 years and I've finally started to get a handle on my own problems. Oh yeah. Mm. And I'm like, having to then now become a different person and learn how to deal with their problems is probably a whole nother thing. So I'm like, okay, maybe I should just be happy with this and be content and realize like, this is it. This is the one life you got, mm -hmm. probably. YOLO, <laughs> so we get who knows? Reincarnated. Well, uh, hold on, just complete side note. Did you guys know, what's his name? There's a YouTuber, my friend was telling me this story yesterday. Uh, Threadbanger, I think never maybe. Um, it's this couple, they do YouTube videos and the guy and the couple had been sick for a while. And like got to the point where he like died. He fully died in bed with her. She freaks out, she's like, puts, calls 911. Uh, puts them on like speaker. No is this no a narrative or like a real? No, this is a real story. Okay, I was like, no, a real story. Okay. And she does CPR on him. They show up. They're like, hey, we need to, you need to call someone because it's not looking good. And then like ten minutes later, they get a pulse, and he's like, fine. Like he's in the hospital. He was in the hospital for five for what like five weeks. I don't know. Like I, I need to go in. And, I think it's Threadbanger. I think okay. that's a YouTube channel. But um, like. His, his, he changed his Instagram profile name to like, or description to like, you only live twice. Yeah. <laughs> well, did, did he come back and say that like, he saw anything or I think experienced he, anything? Um, I think they said like, cause they put him in like a medically induced coma for like five weeks while he, his brain, they, they basically like had it like cooled his brain down and like brought it up by like half a degree, Fuck. like yeah, in order crazy. to make sure that like, it would function. I know, right? No. Uh, but yeah, when you said that, that's what it reminded me of. You only live twice. twice. <laughs> this wow. is a Bond movie, isn't it? Yes. 100%. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I go, I go through the same thing. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty dope. Like I have a good handle on my shit. But th then there's times where like, you know, I wish I was less anxious, but yeah. then now there's medicine for that. And therapy. <laughs> Medicine so, again! I'm, trying to, become, yeah, I'm yes. trying to become the person that I want to be instead of trying to like be someone else. Like, that's Aww, a good way to that's be. That's really inspiring. Yeah. Just be, <laughs> just, just work on being your best you. Yeah. Well, and I, yeah, like, I also think it's just kind of like, like, nobody, nobody's nerfed. Like, but like, nobody is like, uh, like, you know, they didn't catch it, but I saw it. <laughs> I loved it. Um, but like, nobody is, uh, you know, got all of their shit together, and so like, what, I think, yeah, what people present online is a usually a very different story. Yeah, it's people's highlight reel. Yeah, we've talked about that on the show right. plenty yeah. of times. Yeah, it's like what you see is not necessarily what that person is. Right, mm -hmm. they only choose to put out the best of themselves when they look their best, when they feel their best, when they have funny thoughts or whatever it is. Like, God, this person's got it all together. It's like, uh-uh. That's why you gotta hack into their finstas and see how depressed yeah. they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't change any of like like my personality for the world, but if I could get, you know, some sick abs and maybe just like <laughs> more body hair, um, without having to work for it, <laughs> or do anything to get it. I love that you had that moment where you're like, I'm gonna head off these comments. Uh, oh, no, 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 that's 100%. You, like, you could do that. Yeah. The body hair is a little more, tra hair transplants? That's or true. you could just get a that's weave. A, that's a, onto your chest. <laughs> get a weave? I'm just gonna get a chest gonna, weave. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna get epoxy, and I'm gonna get uh, shag carpet, and I'm gonna fucking 
Put it on here, and I'm going to become the Instagram. Do you want some dream. extra? I can just like collect. Absolutely my chest not. Hair my husband makes the same joke whenever he'll <laughs> be like, "Here, you can have some of mine," and we'll just pull it out and put it onto me, and I'm like, ah! "Disgusting!" Ah! And I'm going to have to sweep this up. It's not fun. Just pull out his chest hair. Apparently. No, so it sheds really easily. Like if you come, do you have a lot of chest hair? I do. My hair hair. It's about there. Easily. I yeah. could probably pull some out right now. Oh yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, like that. Hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. What is? Oh, wait, but so basically, What's going on so basically, here? if you just like, if you kind of run your fingers through it, you'll definitely get some. Gross. Yeah, I could like. <laughs> no, you like, you no. Like that, Max? He, you want he literally, Max? he literally just <laughs> yanks it, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? It's the curse of hair. It's really curly too. It's the ginger hair. No, I'll become a ginger. Good stop. I didn't know you had chest hair. I guess I've never seen you without your shirt off. You know, I'm surprised because like having to change on set a lot. I was gonna say I feel like I've seen everyone else's everyone else's chest. Yeah, like I can tell you who here has chest hair or not. I didn't know you would. But most people even have like a little patch. I literally have zero. Yeah, it's it's super smooth. Some people pay for that. Shit. Not even oh, uh, like a couple of weird scrag scraggly ones. There is literally there is one hair and it's like this long and, he's proud and it's just it. like right here and it's just like his name's Philip. It's just like fucking start in the frontier, man. See him majestically flapping in the wind as he's just like. Mm-hmm. One day somebody else will be here. Till then, it's <laughs> just me, Bucko. Been thirty years, bud. When the fuck do you think that's gonna happen? Never. See, but there's some people, again, it's always the grass is greener on the other side, where mm-hmm. some people would kill not to have body hair. Oh, yeah. Or like, yeah, yeah. oh, like shoulders and back. Like, I'm yeah. so glad, like, fingers crossed, please no. You're still uh, young. <laughs> it could happen. I, yeah. I don't want that. I would, I would legit, like, get that waxed. I yeah. couldn't do it. Um, but I guess I should probably answer the question. Uh, so this is, this, this is a show where we, like, open up about our past and our feelings and things yeah, like do. that. Yeah, do. Yeah. Always open, baby. Um, so. Always. I, I'm I'm good with where I'm at now. Like, yeah. I'm super happy. Uh, and but like growing up was rough. Yeah. Uh, I uh, was uh, <laughs> always looked super young. Had really curly red hair. Oh God. And it was bright red back when I was little. I'm sure uh, you were never made fun of. And I had big green glasses too. <laughs> Cute. That yep. is adorable. That's yeah. like but so also, in fashion now, but back oh, then yeah. probably not. Now uh, I'd be like, oh, you were probably fucking fabulous. But back, <laughs> back like you know, 15 years ago. Not yeah, cute. it was hell. Uh, I got made fun of every day of my life. Uh, in fifth grade, I had to leave the school I was at because it got so bad, and even the teacher was participating in it. That was what? awesome. What? Uh, fuck you, Miss Malone. Uh, fuck off, Malone. Fuck you, Miss Malone. Post Malone, you've done enough. Post Malone. Uh, yep, had to do that. Was in private school for a little bit. Uh, didn't quite get better there. And then eventually I went back to public school for eighth grade. Uh, and then like high school was when I kind of like, uh, I had a friends group. That was when, you know, because like in high school, that's when like everyone's like finding their identity. Yeah. And, you know, all that People stuff. start to care less and less. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were still As like. You get older. Yeah. Right. For, about yourself. And like, so there was a lot of people. And like, so many, so many people have the stories about high school. Like, I fucking hated it. And that's when like the time was really rough for them. For me, it was the opposite. Once really? I got Once I got to high school, it was like, oh, like I found like a group of friends and I got into punk. And that was like, and a lot of the, the, the messages from Punk is just about like you know fuck what other people think. Like, yeah. Be confident in yourself and like whatever. Like this shit's like fucked up. Or whatever. Everything. Like fuck everybody else. And like I, that like really resonated with me. And finally I was like, you're right. Fuck what everybody else thinks about yeah, me. Seriously. Like I will just focus. Like I will be me and I'll be my. I'll try and be the best me that I can be. Uh, and that's kind of been what I've been on since then. Uh, and it's been a lot better. I've never heard of someone like finding 
punk culture mm -hmm. and like that mentality and that changing them. No, yeah, absolutely. Way. I mean, it's about it's a lot about expression and just like community in a way. Yeah. Um, and like the one thing that can the way I used to describe it is just like so if you're at like a, if you're at a show. And like if you're at like a hardcore show, like God help you if you're in a pit. Like you could get punched and you fall down. Like people might fucking trample you. But like punk <laughs> pit is usually like every you know your people are pushing and like going nuts and whatever. You fall down, somebody's gonna help you up. Yeah. Um, and so like that, yeah, I don't know. Just that was like finding that through music and through my group of friends then. And uh, did you lose the green glasses too? Oh yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, there was a lot of that too because like so I I got contacts for a while until eventually my weird eyes were just like nah, you're good. Uh, <laughs> Yep, and then uh, I had at that time I had bleached my hair mm -hmm. back then. Yeah, oh, but then was it got it bleach blonde. It was. Or did you put a color over it? Uh, it was bleach blonde for a while, uh, and then I just started. That's when I started getting into like crazy stuff. At one point, I've had it like okay, it's been green, blue. I've had it black. I've had it half blonde, half black. I think I, I saw had, a picture of that. Looks yeah, very good. Multiple different mohawks at times. I had liberty spikes. Uh, <laughs> I did all sorts of. When did you meet shit. April? Uh, just out of high school. Um, because I actually swore off dating in high school. That was the other. That was that was one thing that really did suck about high school. Uh, for some reason, like every girl I was ever with cheated on me. I don't know why. I'm so sorry. I know every every girl I entered a relationship with uh, in high school was just like, and then there it was, and it was like. Oh well, I think God. also like it's high school, so people are like wishy-washy on everything. Yeah, right. I care a little less. But it's also like really confused because I'm like, like. What am I doing wrong? I'm down. Like, yeah, you know, like, um, I'm right here. Yeah, and so I, uh, I swore off dating for the rest of high school, um, which that was also really like kind of transformative for me and like confidence and stuff because it's really interesting when you're like very upfront and just like, hey, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dating. Like, sure, we can hang out and like fool around or whatever, but like, I'm not dating. And then people were just like, okay, cool. And it was just like, oh, oh, okay. You'd be surprised how many people are into that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no commitment. Uh, and so then, right out of high school uh, is when I met April. And uh, we've been together for 15 years. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. I've also said this before, but I was like, you gained emotional maturity at like a rather young age. Like, because I was like, just me and the chaos of high school. And I feel like a lot of people with like high school, like, you know, dating or any of that, mm -hmm. like making a conscious choice to be like, no, I'm not ready for a relationship. Thank you, Texas. Uh, making a conscious choice to be like, no, I'm not ready for a relationship right now. I was like, no, Who does that? Right. Yeah, especially in high school, and everyone's like, I'm gonna be boyfriend yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. You're also just like horny AF. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, why stick my dick in something <laughs> or on something? Uh, yeah. Just anywhere, like just touch it. Uh, <laughs> just look at it. No, but I think one of the things that helped with that was the fact, like, the other part of it was like, so I was getting like made fun of every day at school, and then I would come home, and like my parents were like always fighting, um, and a huge moment uh, that still like resonates with me and means a lot to me was that like. I remember I just like hit my breaking point mm. and I was miserable and from school and I was I remember I was upstairs and my parents were like arguing and fighting again and I came downstairs and I was just like crying and I was just like this is awful yeah like I'm miserable like you guys yell at each other all the time and there was nothing physical or anything like that but like and I just like had this like long and just like basically just like feeling emotion dump Dude, just like out parents arguing in front like even sucks. if it's not a physical thing if it's just like a arguing all the time. It could yep. take such a toll on oh, kids. Yeah. And a huge testament to them was they then like really took that to heart. Yeah. And like they then talked and worked stuff out and like it was crazy. Like I'm watching that change and like they really did. Like they, they found that was I guess like a big catalyst for them because I can't even imagine if like one of my kids came up and told me that I'd be like oh my god. Oh, what are we <gasps> doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to do this thing where if my parents were ever fighting about something 
or arguing or whatever, when I was younger, I would do this thing where I would start crying and start saying like, I don't want you guys to get a divorce. Oh. And I would make them stop fighting instantly. instantly. <laughs> it will. And oh like, I was like, when I was younger, it was like a legitimate concern because right. I would hear stories about this happening. And yeah. so I started panicking as a kid. And then like, I got older and realized like, this works every time. <laughs> I just like get upset and tell them this every time. It'll work. Yep. And they're still happily married. Yep. And so are my parents, and it was great, and they turned it out, and they have an awesome relationship, and it's crazy, and yeah. They're like, that one day when our kid came down and told us to stop fighting. <laughs> Chad no. really saved us. Changed everything. No. no, that's 100% on them. Like, they're, mm -hmm. I imagine that is a very rare occurrence. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I'm glad that you all are you. Aww. I'm glad that you're you. Thank you. I'm not glad that, I'm, that you're you. Well, Mariel, well, let's be real about it. I'm not happy that I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, this kind of goes into our next segment a little bit. This is uh, submitted by Don G. And Don would like to know, what do you look for in a friend? Mm. Hmm. Anybody not named Max? Yeah. Yeah. Anybody named, not named Max. And yet, here I am. And yet. Max and I become very good and friends. Yet. And, and yet. And yet, we're all friends with you. What I you want in a friend. <laughs> what, he, what you want in a friend is people who don't want to be your friend. <laughs> is unbridled. <laughs> Honesty. <laughs> and obedience. That, yes. <laughs> no, that is, no, that's, he jokes, but that's a real thing. Like, Max likes everyone to live their life around his schedule, and I love you, I and know, I'm so glad like that we're friends. Wait, That's how it should be. God. It's Max's world. We're just living in it, Chad. Yeah, we, it should be. We had a, the melancholy of Max Kremke. We had a day the other day. If anybody um, got that reference, you, you tweet me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Max, Ellie, Christina, and I hang out a lot, and I don't know, like, we did not discuss this. For some reason, all of us just, like, woke up, and was like, no, nah, we're not taking Max's shit today. Uh, oh, wow. And we had this, it was like, it was like it this was a whole rebellion. day. It was, was it like an intervention? No, no, it was just more just like, Max is like, okay, but like, come with me before we go do this. And I'm just like, no. Like, I got something to do. And he's like, and it happened like multiple times, just like things weren't going, which is the normal, just like, okay, that's Max, we're gonna go with it. And he's just like, he came out and he's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. He does like obedience. Oh yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. <laughs> Just be who you are. You know, um, I'm a big personality. I love it. Max was, uh, Max was in my, you guys were all at my house uh, recently. Yes, we were. Yep. And um, I, after the night ended, Max comes up to me and he was like, let me show you something. <laughs> and I was like, what are you gonna show me, Max? And he just showed me videos that he took of himself in my bedroom. <laughs> Like, oh my God! <laughs> Smelling my clothes, licking my clothes, no laying way. on my bed. I didn't actually lick. I cut the video off as it was looking <laughs> like I was about to lick your clothing because I would not lick your clothing. But I just thought it was a funny bit. It was a funny bit, and that's what I look for in friends. I like people who are funny and who will commit to the bit. I think, yes, that's yes. that's very much. There's a lot of things I look for, right? But I, like, yeah. I think similar, like people who I can. Who, all of my friends who I vibe with the most are the people who have similar senses of humor. Yeah. And because I just, laughing is my favorite thing and if mm -hmm. I can't feel like I'm comfortable enough to laugh. You have a friend that like doesn't make you laugh. It's, it's a weird, yeah. Yeah. I feel friendship. I, uh, I thought about this before and I think it all boils down to one thing that I look for in friendship, which is reciprocation. Yeah. Yep. Of just like whether that be reciprocation of effort in yep. hanging out or reciprocation of trust and yep. respect. It's just someone who like, you don't have to worry about and have to work to be friends with. Yeah. Just someone who wants to be your friend as much as you want to be their friend. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
And yep. I think the older you get, the more difficult it is Absolutely. to find because friendships take so much work yeah. and effort with jobs and kids and marriage and all this stuff and then relationships. Uh, so finding people who actually like give a shit and want to be your friend, I think oh, it's yeah. like... Well, I, I, I've, I've, had, I've had a lot of friends who uh, like, like with uh, whenever, before I worked here and when I was working in film, like in freelance, it's like you make a lot of friendships and they very much are the type of friendships where you pick up right where you left off, you yeah. know, because people kind of get scattered around it. And I've always really appreciated that, like, just like being able to be like, okay, picking up exactly where we left off, just like, what's been going on with you? Like, no weirdness. Um, I think, like, for me, in actuality, <laughs> not Nightmare Max, but um, I think the uh, the actual thing that I really like in Friends is just people who are excited about uh, share like uh, excited about a goal and they're ambitious and they have something that they want to do or they have some sort of interest that is pursuing like that they're pursuing and I think it's just for me it's it's always just like I really like seeing other people who are in wildly different experiences like Driven. trying to accomplish something yes uh, it's I just always find that super inspiring mm. yeah. like yeah yeah, uh, for me, it's just about uh, yeah, like um, being 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 included is great. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a big thing when you become a parent. Mm -hmm. uh, yep, yep. Because people tend to assume, right? Oh, they got kids, so. right? And and like they get they honestly get like trained that way because it's like you know yeah. they're used to be like oh yeah of course like well dude you want to hang out it's like oh fuck I can't and, like you know like you know, this is going on and like the kids and blah blah blah, blah. but it's like that is never a like don't please don't stop inviting me to stop. Right. Yeah. Um, and that because that builds up, like especially when you have like a newborn, like that it's it's crazy time. You're on like no sleep, and it's just it's awful. Uh, and then that starts to settle down, but then everybody's now been trained to be like, well, uh, but you know he's got the kids and whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So like that's like a huge thing. It's like even just like so if you have friends, if you have friends that have kids, and like you're you're following that pattern, just like always invite them because even if they can't do it. It's it's very needed. It's, it's, it's probably nice yeah. to know that you are being considered right. and thought yeah. of. Well, and it's fun yeah. when they show up and you get trashed at your house. Hey! <laughs> yeah. When Meryl's passing out jello shots upon <laughs> jello shots and won't stop. Or, you know, what I really appreciate in a friend is someone who will drive out to my house to hang out. Yeah. Chad lives not as close as. Um, it's Some 25 other people here. minutes. <laughs> and I live in Bastrop, which is 45 minutes. Hmm. Yeah, but you've never invited me. Yeah, and guess who else? Who, I'm the one person oh, in this man. fucking company who knows cows, and you've never invited me over. I have not had wow, any events. Wow, we turned this into a witch hunt real fast. My bad. I have not had any events. You know what? You know what? I'm just going to say it, okay? What are you going to say? I'm going to say it. You should be nurturing your platonic relationships as much as your romantic Ooh. ones. Ooh. Right? That's some fucking wow. tea spilt on this set up on here. I did see a good tweet about that, though, that it was basically like, you know, we, we spend so much time putting so much, um, like, weight in romantic relationships, which you sh we should, obviously, like, yeah. especially if you find someone who you want to be with. But and you should also like make partner. sure that you're... Um, nurturing your other relationships and caring for them almost as much. And why are you yep. looking at me like this? No, actually, uh, <laughs> no. I can uh, understand why you actually, felt like you were on no, blast because no, no. we all was, just like. There was a hundred percent something that I just recently learned, uh, just by like actually it was at your party, like talking to some people, and I just realized how many times I've heard this, and it was just super funny, because like when I think of like, hey, there's gonna be like some sort of like ranch chore, some sort of thing that I have to do. Ranch chores. Ranch chores. <laughs> uh, 
um, I'm like, well, you know, that's uh, you know, like kind of a pain in the ass for me, and I'll and I'll like just mind my own business. You know, I'm like don't like don't have money to like pay people to come over there and do stuff. And uh, it was funny because I keep on running into people in Austin, and especially at this company, who are just like, yeah, I want to want to come out there and like do some shit. Yeah. It's like. Like it's super fun, and I'm just like, like it's funny because my husband and the ranch owner are just both like very much like, like super ethical and like super like moral about it. It's like, oh well, we would never invite people over to go do a project because (laughs) we aren't paying them, and why would they want to come? And I'm like, oh, actually, people think this is fun. (laughs) And then like I've like been looking up at like other like farms and ranches, and like they sure do have people out. And I was just kind of like. Okay, well, maybe I'll, like, you know, have some people come out and just find some stupid thing that we need to get I'll done. I'll ride your fucking lawnmower. <laughs> there you go. Oh, the tractor. The tractor. is so good. The yes. baler. Oh, the baler. I would do it. Ooh. What I, I just, just I, my parents don't live on a farm anymore, so it's, yeah. I don't have that lifestyle You're anymore. You're crazy. So it's a I, lot of people yeah. who, like, who, like, grew up in that environment and, like, want to, like, kind of reconnect with it, yeah. but, like, just for a day, and I was like, okay, well, I can cook and I can get some drinks. You know, and we'll come work the land. Yeah, yep. and work, we'll the, work the land. We'll come work the cattle. <laughs> I think there's also something to be said, especially when you become older and older, as some of us are, um, except Meryl. So old, Barbara. Um, something to be said for those friendships that you have, where you don't need to always maintain checkups constantly right. and hangouts constantly, where it's like you can go for a month or two without talking or seeing each other, and then when you do hang out, it's like nothing changed. Yep. Yeah. Or even longer. Like I have friends back home in Ottawa who I see once or twice a year, but every time I see them, it's like, just like old times. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not awesome. like this weird, oh, like you haven't, we haven't talked in this amount of time, right. so it's weird between us. So I, I always think nice it, too. I think, I always think it's a weird thing whenever somebody's like, oh, we haven't like hung out in a while. It's like, I'm here now. <laughs> yeah, here, <laughs> what's up? Yeah. You gotta tack on that friendship guilt, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. But that's I think what really keeps them coming back. It's always like kind of playing to the, the needs of other people too, like, what does this person need in order for us to maintain a friendship? Also, they, are like, they giving it back to? Right. Yeah, like yeah. boiled down to like just be there for people. Yeah. that's what I want. Like people, like I, I'll, I'll be there for them. They're there for me. Yeah, it's interesting too. I have, I feel like I have different levels of friendship with people that like change. Like I have one of my best friends who, um, I probably wouldn't ever do this with anyone, but we have keys to each other's houses and we just show up. Like yeah. yesterday, I showed up and she was fully taking a couch nap, and I just sat there staring at her. Oh God. <laughs> Awesome. She woke up and she was like, what time is it? I was like, didn't even question why I was there. Did you respond with, it's Mariel time? Uh, yeah, no, I was like, it's 8 o'clock. And she was like, am I late for something? And I was yeah. like, no. And she was like, okay, hi. Mariel, like, I feel like we have the same chaotic gay energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> chaotic, uh, chaotic good is me. Just like showing up at your house like, hi. He does that shit to Christina all the time. Yeah. Oh, I've knocked on her window whenever it's like, are you home? <laughs> yeah. Let me in. Yeah. Well, it's nice when you, like, luckily enough, we live a few blocks away from each other so we can check in on each other and I do that all the time when I don't hear for her I just because I, I know she's sleeping because she stays up all night reading gay smut and so, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll walk into her house and be like I know you were up last night so you better wake up and pay attention to me I walk by I saw your light on in your bedroom uh, yeah. <laughs> but then the, you know but then there's friends that I don't get to see for years and I check in on them and it's like we you know never stop talking so yeah and also just like the nature of friend friendships are different like I consider you one of my mm-hmm. best friends right. but I wouldn't just show up at your house without pre-planning something with you. <laughs> oh, I show up at your place. Come on over. You think it's Trevor, it's me. <laughs> this whole time. 
white. Or yeah. <laughs> I have a Trevor suit. I was gonna say like fair skin, dark hair. I can't really tell the difference. Basically, yeah. Just blurry. Yeah. Um, all right. Before I move on to our box of issues question, I want to say thank you to Raycon. This episode of Always Open is brought to you by Raycon. It's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Uh, both me and Meryl got some Raycon earbuds, mm-hmm. and they are great because they actually like sit inside this hole in your ear. And oh, they yeah, don't it's hang out. Um, and they look really sleek and really cute. I have the black ones, and so they kind of give me a more edgy vibe than some other earbuds <laughs> might. Because, um, mm. you know, wearing black is edgy. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so white. Please, please get that. <laughs> going to have to get that far um, But, yeah, they, they sound great. They are great quality. They block out all the noise as well, which is really helpful, especially if you travel a lot. And they come with a cute little case that has, um, like, a keychain on it. So you could just put it on your keys. Uh, Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg and Cardi B are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds have totally changed the game for us. They're so comfortable and easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of the other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems, and of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. Uh, Raycon offers their wireless earbuds uh, for everyone in a range of fun colors, including black, uh, (laughs) at an unbeatable price. Go to buyraycon.com slash open to get 15% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash open for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash open for 15% off. Thank you, Raycon. You should do it. They're super comfortable. I also love that they send um, multiple sizes of like the little, the little, little ear things. Like doodads. Yeah, because I got, <sighs> I got, I got a it's very small inner ear size mm. now. Mm. Thing I'm a bobber. And apparently they stay in super well. Oh yeah, like, no, I know, they like, do. John was talking about like he was doing a bunch of workouts and they never yep. even came out once. It's because nope. they're like they sit inside yeah. that like mm-hmm. opening in your ear, so they're like wedged in. Yeah. It's beautiful. So you go, go like this, and they won't fall anywhere. Just like that's how I walk around. For the audio listeners, I just shook my head a little. A little bit. My brain. All right, let's move on to our box of issues right. Ooh, question. Oh my gosh. That fancy box. Oh, it has a little yang. Uh, what? Yeah, look at yeah. that. Whoa. Oh Punch like it. for you. Whoa. I feel like I'm going to get hypnotized by that. Ooh. Oh, it's kind of looks like a vagina. Yeah, I was just here. I can do that. Vagina. All right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Unfolded. What a presentation. This is an anonymous question. Okay. okay. And it reads. I'm a single bisexual male in my mid-20s okay. and have a close friendship with a couple, male and female. See if you could follow this timeline. Okay. Mm-hmm. At the time, I had never done stuff with either of them, but both frequently tease and send nude photos of them together uh, and separate to me. The three of us talk and tease of the idea of a three-way but never got around to doing stuff. However, something happened when I was hanging out with the boyfriend while girlfriend was away. We were drinking in my pool, and he became a bit handsy. We both felt horny, got out of the pool, and went to my room. Before we got undressed, I asked if his girlfriend would be okay with the situation. He assured me, saying she was meeting with a friend that same night to have sex. We were both buzzed, so not much happened besides uh, me giving him oral. The night ends a few hours later, and he sobers up to drive home. I thought everything was fine until talking to his girlfriend a week later. She events to me how she gets extremely anxious when her boyfriend wants to do stuff with other people, but doesn't want to get in the way of his happiness. I ask if that's what she wants. She continues with saying, I wish it were a closed relationship, but as long as he's happy, I'm happy. 
I wasn't sure if the boyfriend told her we did stuff. I was nervous I crossed boundaries, so I texted the boyfriend asking about it. Moments later, the girlfriend texts me, telling me, yes, she knows. They both, they both play it off as a joke and that they are good and it's all cool. Yet, I still feel like I caused discomfort with one or both of them. What should I do? I'm not part of their relationship and we are all consenting adults, but do I abstain from any bedroom mm. behaviors with either or both of them? Anonymous. All right. Ooh. Okay. That's a whole Here's some, some scenario here. Things. So uh, today on today, <laughs> uh, I would say recently I was kind of seeing someone who was in an open relationship, and it was a situation where she was just like, "Yeah, I have like my boyfriend that I'm with, and you know, but I want to do whatever I want on the side." And I was like, "Sounds good to me. Mm -hmm. That does not concern me. Whatever." Um, agreement that you guys have come to like in your relationship has nothing to do with me so like I don't want to be a part of it yeah yeah <laughs> and I feel like that's kind of how it should go I mean this is obviously a little bit more difficult because he is friends with both of them mm -hmm. yeah um, and knows both of them pretty well and obviously has desires to do things with both of them um, but I think at the same time you can only take people for like face value so if they're both telling you like it's fine it's fine it's not your yeah. it's not your thing to worry about like yeah and I think I agree with you if if you're doing something with a people you know who are in an open relationship or some type of situation similar to that, and you're assured that this is okay and that this is agreed upon. It's not your responsibility to make that decision if this is what you are told. Yeah. Because then if the person is lying to you, that's on them. It's not on you for going along with their lies. Right. That said, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to like, what are you comfortable with? Right. Yeah. Like, it clearly, like, it's concerning you because you care about both of them. You've had this conversation with her, and you know that really deep down she was like, it would be great if he wasn't into this, but because he is and I love him, that's what I'm going to make it work. So, like, you just need to take a moment and think about yourself and how it makes you feel and, yeah. like, moving forward. Because, like, the thing is, like, there's a lot of people out there who you can find, like, they're good friends. Is it, is it, risk, is it worth risking the, rela the friendship relationship to potentially do this? Just, that's what I would say, like, They've already covered their bases, like they were saying, with what they've told you. So really, it should come down to what you're feeling and think about the long term, yeah. down the line. Is it worth it? That's ultimately what it what matters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so two things. Blow it up, <laughs> Blowing it up. <laughs> Scorched earth. Um, number one, uh, if you have not discussed if you are in a relationship with this couple, you have not had a DTR mm -hmm. uh, to find the relationship, mm -hmm. oh, uh, then fancy. your obligations in this matter are not explained and basically are just whatever they said is what you take at face value right. because you are not a part of a polyamorous relationship. You are just in the process of maybe deciding if you want to be in this relationship. Or if they want you to be as or well. Or if they want you to be as well. I would also say, just loudly for the people in the back, <laughs> if a person in an open relationship doesn't feel comfortable, but does it just to keep it, keep the other person happy, not gonna work Not out. Not cool. Yeah. Don't Not, do that. Yeah. That's yeah. the opposite yeah. of what an open relationship is Blow and should be. Face. It right. should be if, if both you, people equally want the same. Hundred percent. If you feel discomfort at the idea, here's the best advice ever: don't do it. Yeah. If you're like, oh, I, I love this person, I want to be with them, but the only way they'll stay in this relationship is if they could be with other people, but I'm uncomfortable. 
Probably there are the fish in the sea. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. zero. Because it will cause issues down the line. Yep. Not even, like, even outside of that, just like, there are some people who are monogamous. There are some people who are polyamorous. There are people within that entire spectrum who have varying degrees of comfort as to, like, what they would be comfortable agreeing okay, to. <laughs> if you feel uncomfortable, but you think you need to do this for another person to keep them, Holy shit. Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Never. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I've got it. Like, it's one of those things that, like, whenever I'm here, like, whenever I hear it, I'm just like, absolutely the fuck not. Like, yeah. no. I think also with his question, he feels probably some sort of need to let the guy know that she's uncomfortable with the situation. Right. right. That That's is, not your, yeah. yeah. It's not your, not your responsibility. This um, is a story. Especially because you are not technically part of right. this polyamorous yeah potential relationship yeah it's but, a story uh, that you're not like really uh, like you're you're not part of that couple's life unless you are like you've all agreed that that's you know how it goes and like it's really easy to take on other people's problems and try to fix them yeah hi uh, that's me <laughs> i do that are constantly you the fixer oh, what's your sign or the helper 100 taurus hmm. we talked about uh Gemini. this on, on what, what's the that last course the uh, enneagram test uh, and oh, Enneagram yeah. test, we actually, um, this was when you were away, we mm -hmm. talked about it last week, um, how we, we should do like a whole episode about it, because it's fascinating. Oh, mine it? was so dead on. It's like oh. a personality test okay. where it, you find out so much about Enneagram. Ellie told us about it, it and then... Christina apparently is like an expert on it. And yeah, and Chris, that was so weird, it's like, Ellie told us about it, and Christina's like, yeah, I like took a class on it or something, and, and her dad... And is like her dad like, is like an expert on it? Yeah, something, it was crazy, and so then... We asked them to be like, what, what are ours? And they were like, like, oh, Barb, you're probably going to be like this, leaning this. And like, Chad, oh, you're this, leaning this. And then we took the test and was like, mm-hmm. Like, 100%. Challenger yeah, no, I am, adventurer. I am such a fixer. It is ridiculous. Mine and that came is up as the peacemaker. Ah, I can mm. see that. And, like, mm. and like, part of it was like, oh, if you'll tend to passively aggressive, like, drag your feet when you're not getting your way on something. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, I need to take it after this. Yeah, oh, my gosh. <laughs> what I'm so excited for that. What am I? You should. I'd be I don't know enough are. about it. Maya Fixer with, like, uh, 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 what did you say you were? Uh, peacemaker. Peace, peacemaker. Maya Fixer with a Peacemaker moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah you're, you're the helper, I think it was, right? Number two? Yeah. yeah. 100%. The helper. Uh, anyway, the, the, the gist, I think, of all of this whole thing was uh, whatever you're comfortable with, but it's probably not going to go good for them later. Probably not. Do you want to be in the middle of that? Do you want to bang a sad person? <laughs> probably not. Yeah. Do you want to bang a person who's making their partner sad? Probably not. Yeah. So probably time to head on down that old dusty trail. Yep. I would say it's probably only going to get messier from yep. there. Yeah. So if I was in a situation, I personally would probably be like, I'm Peace. gonna. Well, and yeah, smoke, smoke screen. Jesus, <laughs> it's just like polyamory is like is like just really such an interesting topic because I feel like it's so vastly misunderstood, and I really feel like it's so easy when you just accept it that it's basically on the level of two partners have to be honest and comfortable with the situation. Full stop. Mm -hmm. yep. No mm -hmm. other arrangement. And if and if constantly it's, honesty and communication. But right. uh, yeah, but also it's like it can also be like emotional or physical or both or whatever. Right. You have to have the parameters set out before you set down, the, before you go down that path. Yeah. 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 And I do want to say the 
don't feel guilty. No, 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 not at all. Like they were both saying, like, yeah, the rules were clearly defined earlier for you, and like you're good. All you know is what you're told, right? Mm -hmm. Unless yeah. you are in that relationship. Um, so it's clear for now, and if you, um, there's plenty of other uh, polyamorous couples if that's what you're into. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time I met uh, a, a throuple? Oh. oh yeah. This is when I was. This was years ago. I was in a relationship, um, but we were like taking some time. Nice. Not nice, like nice. apart, but some time to ourselves for mm -hmm. a couple weeks, just to like gauge some, where you're at. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but it, like we weren't seeing other people or doing anything during that time. But I was out. This was during South by Southwest. And I was at this party, and I started talking to these two guys because they were just friendly and whatever. And then this other girl comes up, and she starts like kissing on one of the guys, and I was like, "Oh, that's probably his girlfriend." Blah blah. blah. And then like she goes in between them, and like, she's like rubbing both of their heads, and like <laughs> is like very touchy with both of these guys. I'm like, "Hmm, what is this? Yeah. What's going on here?" And ah. so um, we just started talking, hanging out. And they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go to this other bar. If you want to come with us." And I was like, "Yeah, sure, sounds great." And that's when I found out that like. Two, like the one of the girls and guys are married, and then this is their boyfriend, and I was like, oh, interesting. And like we just were Love hanging it. out, having a fun time, and they're just like, so like, are you gonna come back home with us or whatever? And I was like, damn, how many people do you want in this thing? <laughs> I was also just like, <laughs> if I was single, <laughs> I would consider because this is a very unique Good situation yeah. and a great story for the great show. That's story. true. Uh, so, don't know what could have happened, but <laughs> would have been a very interesting night. Yeah, well, I've, and that worked out well for them. There you go. That yeah. situation. That's, oh, that's good. I've certainly uh, dabbled, mm. Mm -hmm. Um, and and what I learned was as the, is that I don't have the attention span for uh, a second emotional partner. Yep. Yeah. That's like, another thing you have to think about. I was like, it's also twice the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ooh, got him. <laughs> no, but like, but I was like, literally, I was like, I don't like. Yeah, I was like, like, I have do not have the emotional bandwidth oh, to yeah. navigate this situation oh, no. appropriately. Tending like my own emotional bandwidth is like already something I need to deal with. Yeah, exactly. Having one other person. <laughs> I really enough. just I commend people who can do polyamory and have like multiple partners, just because it just sounds, just sounds tiring. Exhausting. Sounds yeah. Like, like, you have to have a Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what kind of food does so and so yeah. like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and so allergic to? What kind yeah, of like, you know, and I, I mean, I have a few friends who, um, not anymore, but I have a friend who was had multiple partners at one point. She, I think she had like three girlfriends at the time. And I was just like, I just, like, I can, I don't even have time for myself at this point right now. Yeah, like, seriously. how can you do that? But hey, it's juggling. I can do it. I, well, I think it just, yeah, I think it just comes down to like monogamy as the state of normal, like, you know, yeah. like as a, as the thing that everybody's expected to do, I think is not really a one size fits all, and I don't right. think it really works. And so I think like it's really interesting to see how people make it work yeah. and how people like create their own reality and like their own relationships. It can but be done. You yep. gotta be comfortable and you gotta be honest. And if you're you not, gotta talk. Come get out of there. And that's hard. Like it yeah. really isn't. Like that's why like I've only seen it work in like one case. Mm. Of like the people that I know who've tried polyamory, and like some people, they tried it for a while, and but then it's like, at the end, that became the thing, and it was just it's like not for man, everyone, right? The I gays are doing it all over. <laughs> They're fucking solving they the problems. Don't try to force anything that's not working right. for you. Yeah, because not yeah. everything works for everyone. Yep. Nope. All right. Well, before we end the show, I would like to also say that this episode of Always Open is brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. 
We all know about the risk associated with drunk driving. You could get into a crash, people could get hurt or killed. But let's take a moment to look at some surprising statistics. Almost 29 people in the United States die every day in alcohol-impaired vehicle crashes. That's one person every 50 minutes. Even though drunk driving fatalities have fallen by a third in the last three decades, drunk driving crashes still claim more than 10,000 lives each year. Drunk driving can have a huge impact on your wallet as well. You could get arrested and incur huge legal expenses. You could possibly even lose your job. So what you could do to prevent drunk driving? Plan a safe ride home before you start drinking. Designate a sober driver or call a taxi. These days, it's so easy to order a ride straight from your phone, so be smart. If someone you know has been drinking, take their keys and arrange for them to get a sober ride home. We all know the consequences of driving drunk, but one thing for sure, uh, if you're wrong and if you think it's no big deal, drive sober or get pulled over, make good choices. We want you all to be safe. Uh, this message and this uh, administration is very close to my heart, um, something I'm very passionate about. I want everyone to be safe. Uh, whether it be you driving on the road when you're sober or if you've been drinking and need to get home safely, um, please be responsible. I know we all drink on the show and have a good time, but we are also responsible about it. So be smart. We know a lot of young people watch the show. Yep. So you do that. Tell your friends. Take their keys if they're drinking and planning to drive. Be responsible. Be safe. Even yeah. Mariel Even was drunk at, at her party. Mm -hmm. When you were drunk at your own house, uh -huh. at your own party, mm -hmm. you could you could have cut loose and you could have been like, I don't give a Fuck what happens. You, I watched you literally ask every person who came to say that they were leaving. Mm -hmm. You were like, um, are you, like, you're you getting driving. a ride, right? Yep. You're not driving. <laughs> like, yes. it was amazing. I Ubered home. Good. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think, you know, I love hosting people, but I also like take, take care of people and making sure that um, people get home safely. And, especially, and that is a, a responsible for someone who yep. is throwing an event at their. Right. House or yeah, it would be devastated if something happened to one of my friends and it was my responsibility. Yeah, like, but more than that, it's just cool as hell. <laughs> you were like, you were in your cups, but like, you were like, still repeatedly like. <laughs> well, I think too the thing with that was that I was force feeding people Jello shots. <laughs> you were. So then I was like, you had to take force feeding people water. It, it was like every three <laughs> minutes, Mariel appeared with the tray, and yeah. she's just like. Jello shot. I yep. like to host, but everyone mm -hmm. got home safe. And you if did. there's ever a situation where you do drive somewhere and you end up drinking, there's nothing wrong with taking a ride share home mm -hmm. and then Get on going the bus. To pick your car up the next day. Yep. yep. And it's a minor inconvenience to your time, but it could save your life or someone yep. else's life. And even aside from that, if that isn't enough motivation, which it should be, I know it can be expensive sometimes if you're going from far away, but like I, I have a friend who has gotten a DUI, and I cannot stress to you how unbelievably expensive it is to take care of that. Mm -hmm. Like, yep. he was like literally point one over. Uh, and it became, it has cost him jobs. It is, it's been a whole, whole thing. Yeah. It's been really so terrible So don't fuck up your life or someone else's life. Yeah. Also, while we're on the subject, get the fuck off your phone in your cars. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I see you. Get the fuck off your phone. Austin is so bad about that. Austin's terrible. I see oh you taking gosh. fucking Instagram stories while you're driving. Terrible. Fuck you. <laughs> off your phone it could yeah. wait get a phone holder exactly. for your car you want to know why you put it up that's great put it don't, up. don't fucking touch it, touch it. Mm -hmm. all right cheers cheers thanks yeah. for being on the show guys thank oh, you yeah, thank bye you. get off bye. your fucking phones <laughs> <laughs>